What is up, guys? It's your boy Odie Boy coming back you with you. Whoa! It's your boy Odie Boy coming at you again with the eighth installment of the Odie Boy Random Show. Now, I'm gonna start one off with a banger today, guys. So I've been wanting to do this for a while, but my boy Steven, he's a jokester and he's a prankster. So I think I'm gonna uh, prank call Steven really fast. So let's see how this goes. Oh, guys, that was pretty anticlimactic. That went straight to Steven's voicemail. <laughs> so let's try another one of my boys here that I know is going to get riled up if I... <sighs> Man. Let's look through my contacts here. Oh, I know a good one. My boy Kelvin. He always answers and he's so gullible. Let me look up. So you on prank dial you can do like a a phone number that's calling them. So I'm gonna look up I'm gonna look up the place that he works. <laughs> And, uh, see if he'll pick up the phone because it's where he works. Hold on, let me type it in real fast. And I know this fucker's gonna be awake. Alright, we gotta type it in. picked up yeah hello yeah who's this yeah i want to know who this is right now this is let me ask you a question why are you calling my girlfriend in the middle of the night you got the wrong number don't make excuses boy you tell me who you are I'm telling you, dog, you got the wrong number. Stop yapping and listen. Don't. Oh, (laughs) he hung up. Oh, man. (laughs) He never gets mad, but he just gets really confused. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, uh, your boy... Your boy Kelvinator didn't pick up. And your boy... Or your boy Kelvinator picked up. Your boy Steven didn't pick up. So I have one more token left. 
man, I don't know which one I should do. Um. Hello. I'm gonna do this yeah. one. I'm gonna I'm gonna prank call. I'm gonna prank call my girl K Queen because she might get heated and it's kind of funny. get her phone number in here. Alright, I just did a random phone number, so let's see if my girl K-Queen... She picks up. Well, the call went straight to voicemail, guys. I am sorry. That was pretty anticlimactic. Hopefully, I'll uh, hit him again some other time. So, let's go into the NFL. Um, Patriots are up 24-0 in their first and 10 at the Jets' 15. Nothing much to uh, see there, but there was a picture, or not a picture, but a screenshot of a post on the official NFL, it was a comment on the official NFL Instagram page that someone put out, let me find it, his name is Nightly Scoops, and I think he does these every week, but it was some week 7 takeaways that I'm going to kind of go down the list and then talk about. Aaron Rodgers is building an MVP MVP case. Yeah, I'd say so. Like, Mahomey is hurt. And so, yeah, I could see Rodgers doing that. Um, the 49ers defense leads them to 6-0. Ah, uh, I mean... Oh. My phone charger is being stupid. I mean, I could see that again. This is just a hot take by some random person. Uh, 49ers defense, I'd say, is pretty good. But I also think their offense is pretty good. So I think they kind of share a lot of the a lot of the uh, the credit there. Jacoby Brissett is making Indy look like contenders. I'd say so. And I think it's because Indy has so many weapons. I mean, Ebron like went off again. They've got Jack Doyle. They've got Marlon Mack. They seem like to have a pretty decent O-line this year, which kind of is sad because Andrew Luck had such a terrible O-line for his whole career. So I think Indy may have found their man in Jacoby Brissett, and honestly, this is probably the best-case scenario for the Colts. Um, Oh, I lost it. Let me get back to that. Um, Sorry if I'm tapping on my screen. The league isn't the same without Patrick Mahomes. I'd say it's a, at least it's not as fun without Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's kind of boring. Mahomes puts on a show every week and shows out. He's always on ESPN Top 10. Obviously, if you're the reigning NFL MVP, people are going to be paying attention to you. So, 
Uh, get well soon, Patrick Mahomes. I really need you back on my team. Lamar Jackson in Baltimore are putting the league on notice. That's a bunch of fucking shit. Like, they have played some garbage-ass teams this whole year. They played the Seahawks, who should have lost to the Browns last week, who have played some garbage-ass teams all year. I'm not saying that the Baltimore Ravens aren't good. I just think it's a little too early with the amount of teams that they've played. I think they play, like, uh, New England here in a couple weeks. So we'll, we'll see after that. Kirk Cousins is letting his good play do the talking. I'd say so. Seems like a lot of tough love up there in uh, Minnesota has gotten Kirk Cousins and the rest of their team definitely gelling and playing a lot better with that smacking they did to the Detroit Lions this weekend. Still don't think they're going to win the division. That division's stacked. Um, The Bills are legit and need to be taken seriously. I'd say so. Their only loss is to the Patriots. But... You know, maybe next time they play the Patriots, who who knows what's going to happen. I don't know when that's going to happen. When's the next, like, big game for the Buffalo Bills? Because, like, Buffalo Bills, not Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Bills. Let's see. They played. So they played the, the Jets. That doesn't count. They played the Giants. That doesn't count. They played the Bengals. Okay, that doesn't count. They lost to the Patriots. Okay, that counts. They beat the Titans. That doesn't count. Okay, and then they beat the Dolphins. Never mind. The Buffalo Bills are not legit. I mean, they beat the freaking Titans, the Bengals, and the and the Dolphins, who have a combined, like, two wins. Adding the Jets in there, three wins, and the Giants in there, five wins. I mean, yeah, they have a garbage schedule. And then they're playing the Eagles, who are, like, self-imploding right now. And then they play the Redskins, who suck. And then they play the Browns, who suck. They play the Dolphins, who suck. They play the Broncos, who suck. The Cowboys, who suck. The Ravens, who are good. The Steelers that suck, the Patriots who are good, and the Jets who suck. So, like, honestly, Buffalo, you guys just lucked out with your freaking schedule this year. Um, Let me get back to that picture I had there. So, yeah, Baltimore does not have – not Baltimore. Uh, Buffalo does not have the juice this year, I don't think. They just got lucky. Matthew Stafford is the fastest quarterback to reach 40,000 passing yards. I mean, Matt Stafford, like – He's been in it for the long haul up in Detroit, and it kind of sucks that he plays for the Lions because he's a great player, and, like, they had some good seasons, and they're always, like, an average team, but, like, poor Matt Stafford. He's kind of like a Dan Marino, except worse, but good job to being the fastest quarterback to 40,000. There's a reason why he was the highest-paid player in the league at some point. Um, Arizona has won three straight. Is that really true? Let's look it up. Okay, they beat Okay, they beat the Bengals who are horrible. They beat the Falcons who are horrible and they beat the Giants who are horrible. Now that's like nothing to like call home about, but when you have a fearless midget under center and you guys are like one of the worst teams in the league, uh I guess that's a good thing. You're beating all the other bad teams. So, I guess good job. Cardinals for 
participating in the NFL. I, I, I don't, uh, yeah, whatever. Um, despite key injuries, New Orleans still dominates. Yeah, I mean, I'd say so. I think it's kind of the same um, with Indy. They've got a good backup who should be a starter. Okay, guys, I got a big malfunction with all my cords over here. Give me a second. All right, we're untangled. Um, Indy and uh, New Orleans, I think, are like similar teams from that standpoint that they uh, that they have a really great backup, which helps them transition. You know, if they have uh, injury at quarterback, I honestly think an injury at quarterback for those teams would be better i mean i know they've had quarterback injuries in a retirement but then like a starting wide receiver going out because their backups are so good so good job new orleans jaguars are poised for success in the second half of the season get out of here with that that was freaking made up like jags like they just traded away what's his bit what's his bitch bitching over there yeah, Jaguars, they're ass. Uh, the Bengals, Dolphins, and Redskins are a joke. The Bengals are a joke. Because they actually have talent on their team, and they're still bad. And then the Dolphins trade away, traded away all of their good players because it makes sense. They're trying to rebuild. And then the Redskins, they're not a joke. Their front office is a joke. So, fuck you, Redskins. Daniel Jones has a major turnover problem. Yeah, everyone was riding high on the Daniel Jones thorny dick wagon like a month ago, and now he's shown why he shouldn't have been picked in the first round. And he has a major turnover problem, so put Eli back in. I mean, don't ruin a a rookie quarterback by letting him get slapped around. Let him sit behind Eli for a little longer. Mitchell Trubitsky is trash. Damn. Yeah, he's trash. Like, throw him away, Chicago Bears. Like, you tried. He was decent there for a while, but he's trash. Like, like you guys aren't going to make the playoffs this year, so you might as well just, I mean, ride with Trubitsky, but hashtag maybe tank for Tua or something. Uh, fantasy owners want a refund on David Johnson. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't played that well. Uh, Darren Waller is emerging as an elite tight end. I honestly don't know anything about Darren Waller, so... Maybe he is elite. I don't know. Brian Tannehill sealed the starting job. Yeah, I mean, I'd say so. Like, if you're Marcus Mariota, you might as well just fucking retire with Andrew Luck. If Ryan Tannehill, who's not even good enough to start for the Miami Dolphins, is starting for your team and winning games and finishing games that you couldn't stay in as a player, like, because you suck, not because you got hurt, then you really just need to reevaluate your whole life. And I have a feeling that the that the Tennessee Titans will be trading Mariota for probably a low draft pick. And he's going to end up like RG3 sitting on a bench somewhere. Uh, they might ride. I, I doubt they ride the Tannehill train in the next season. But they'll be looking for a quarterback. They might do. They might hashtag tank for Trevor. Which honestly is what I think they should do. Because they've tried to build a team and it's just not working. So at this point just start over. Uh, Tennessee Titans. I'm sorry. You have a terrible quarterback. Houston's O-line is the team's downfall. I'd say so. There's a lot of teams with bad O-lines in the in the league this year. Cleveland's got a bad O-line. The Rams have a bad O-line. Houston has a bad O-line. 
Uh, Denver needs to bench Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco and um, Marcus Mariota should become roommates and just cry together because Joe Flacco does not have juice this year. And honestly, I don't know what happened to him because, like, he got benched, I know, for for Lamar Dickwagon, but he wasn't playing that bad. They just really wanted to play Lamar, and now he's just playing terrible. Now, Denver also has a horrible O-line, and it's just completely dysfunctional. But, yeah, this whole Joe Flacco thing is, is not working. Like, when Troy Aikman, like, is laughing at you on TV, like, that's bad. Uh, Jalen Ramsey and Marcus Peters both have good team debuts, I'd say so. I didn't watch any of the Jalen Ramsey debut, but Marcus Peter, like, uh, he, he, didn't he pick off, uh, Russell Wilson, and it's like his first ever interception, like over 200 throws or pass attempts or something like that, and, uh, so, yeah, I mean, Marcus Peters looked good, I didn't see anything of Ramsey, and the Atlanta Falcons have officially threw the white flag, hashtag tank for Tua, who is currently hurt right now, which I didn't even know. And Saban came out and said he doesn't know the timeline of his return. But, yeah, I mean, the Atlanta Falcons just have gone, like, full retard, honestly. I saw Matt Ryan left the game with a leg injury. They're probably going to be on a backup for a couple weeks. So you might as well not even play him the rest of the year and let him heal. And uh, give it the old college try next year. So, um, anyways, those are all the the statements and questions that Nightly Scoops made this way this week about the week seven takeaways for the NFL. And I thank you, Nightly Scoops, for giving me some content here on the Odie Boy Random Show. Now, I feel like this is a good time to transition into another segment. Here on the Odie Boy Random Show, I know you guys don't want to hear me ramble on about sports, but uh, before we transition, I'd like to talk about the World Series and like the pitching uh, that's we're about to see in the World Series. Cause like, I feel like you know Washington and Houston have the best starting pitchers in the MLB, and the last I don't know few years or so. It seems like there's much less of a reliance on starting pitchers than it is for the bullpen. And I like these teams because they're very old school in the way that their starters can go six, seven, eight innings uh, before they bring in a reliever. So I think that makes the game more interesting as a fan of baseball, you know, like who likes fundamentals. It's cool to see a guy go up there and play uh, almost a whole game. It's kind of a it's it's kind of a grind or not not a grind but a a pitcher puts in a body of work when you're bringing a guy in every inning half inning after like the fourth like I don't know it's just it just it doesn't look like a team you know what I'm saying uh, when you got the same guys out there grinding away making plays. I I feel like that's a very, like, as a fan, for me, that's what I like to watch. Now, their pitching is so good that it's kind of like a defense wins championships type of, type of thing for both of these teams, like the Super Bowl last year. Like, I don't think they're going to be – they're either going to be really, really high-scoring games or they're going to be, like, super low scoring like 2 to 1 or 2 to 0 or 1 to 0 or they're going to be like 12 to 10. 
there's not going to be any in, in between because I think these teams are so evenly matched in the bullpen. So hopefully they're high-scoring games so that there's some action for us non-Washington and non-Houston fans because if I was a fan of one of these teams and it was a super low-scoring game, that's like an edge-of-your-seat type of thing, you know, every pitch. But as somebody who doesn't like either of these teams, I really hope it's high-scoring, so at least there's a little bit of entertainment value there. But this will be an interesting World Series because, I, you know, both teams have great pitching, and their pitchers can go a long time. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But weird things happen in the World Series, so who knows? So, anyways, your boy Odie Boy will, give in, will be giving you some more sports updates uh, throughout the week. But let's uh, let's transition here. Let's take a quick break and listen to another C-Lape track while I try to find a phone charger that will stay turned on because this is really annoying. So, anyways, C-Lape.
What is up, guys? It's your boy, Odie Boy, coming back at you again for the second segment of the Odie Boy Random Show. And that was another C-Labe track. You guys heard it before a few days ago. What Happens Next by your boy, C-Labe. Hit him up on SoundCloud, at C-Labe, at Sideways5. Now, I'm proud to announce that we're going to have another guest on tomorrow's show. So, I don't know if I already said that or not, but... We're having a guest tomorrow, so guest number two, the second one this week. So your boy Odie Boy is pretty proud of himself. He's got multiple guests. He's putting in that work for y'all fam. So tune in tomorrow or honestly, it's Monday night. You guys probably won't listen to this till Tuesday. So Wednesday morning, uh, you'll hear the second guest of the Odie Boy Random Show. And you guys will learn a lot more about how the Odie Boy Random Show came into existence only a week ago from today. So anyways, uh, let's get into the story time segment of the Odie Boy Random Show. I'm trying to think of a story to tell. Oh, man. So, I guess... Do I want to tell that story? Nah. Okay, so... I guess since we're on the topic of Brent Snow and Wee Snow and all that stuff lately... uh, I was going to talk about uh, the time me and your boy C-Labe... Hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Labe at Sideways 5... Like, we went to probably, like, one of the biggest parties that got busted at the very beginning of the school year, like, two years ago. And it was our next-door neighbors. They decided to have a party and invited literally the whole school. And we were over, like, in in the carport, and Brent Snaw was, like, awkwardly dancing. So we're like, fuck it. They said we can come to the party. Went to their party. It was like midnight. We were there for less than five fucking minutes. And the police show up. And I tell you, like, there was probably like 200 and something people at this party. It was crazy. There was people in the front yard. There was people in the backyard. There was people in the side yard. There was people in the house. And when the police showed up, they rolled like 10 deep with the heavies, fam. Like, I've never seen so many police officers breaking up a bunch of college students in my life and they weren't really doing anything i mean it was just a loud party but when the police like showed up they're like everyone's gotta leave so people were leaving there was like packs of people walking down the road and i live next door so i just hopped over the fence and your boy Odie boy ripped his fucking pants and looked stupid but uh when the police came and told everyone to leave it was like uber central in the middle of the street so like there was like police officers directing Ubers and like there was traffic, like the most traffic I've ever seen. And then this uh these guys jumped onto like the trunk of a car and like were drove away and then the police had to chase them and stuff. Like it was pretty crazy. But anyways, so your boy Odie Boy and your boy C Labe, hit him up on SoundCloud at C Labe at Sideways Five. We were standing in the front yard of my house just, like, watching everything that happened. And this fucking Uber driver, like, pulled into our, the like, in the grass of our front yard. And we were like, hey, dude, like, get out of here. We don't want the police, like, associating us with the, with them. And they have no parking signs, like, all the way up and down the road. 
and you're in our fucking front yard. Like, leave. And the guy was like, no, I'm 10 feet from the curb and I can park here. And your boy C-Labe, like, went up there. And C-Labe, he's a little tipsy, so he was like... He was like, no, get out of my fucking yard. And the guy was like, suck my dick. And Caleb was like, suck your dick, that's gay. And he goes, no, you're fucking gay, suck my dick. Like, it was some, like, old man in, like, a minivan, like, like fucking cash cab, um, pulled up in the middle of our front yard. And then the guy's like, I have a gun, I'll shoot you right now. And Caleb's standing there, and he's like, shoot me, shoot me. Shoot me. And I'm like, oh, shit. See, there's about to get killed in my front yard. And then uh, Caleb just kept jawing at this man. And then he fucking left. So, you know, that was a win for your boy, Odie Boy. And a win for your boy, C-Labe. Hit him up on SoundCloud at C-Labe at Sideways 5. And then it was like... Another crazy string of events, like a week later, or not even a few days later, I was driving my Jeep uh, that I drove at the time home, and this, like, old man on a bicycle, like, rode out in the middle of the street and, like, tried to stop me and was, like, yelling at me because he thought my speakers were too loud or something, and it was, like, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, crazy old man, and he was, like, holding on to the side of my Jeep in the middle of the street while I was like halfway in my driveway and he's like my friend's a police officer I'm calling the police right now and I was like whatever dude just like fucking let go of my car and I went and parked in my driveway and I was like looking at him out the window and he was standing on the sidewalk like yelling at me he's like I've got the police on the way and then no one showed up and he left like 15 minutes later like I don't know what the fuck was up with all these crazy motherfuckers in Wilmington but damn like, today at my work, I had two crazy people saying some babbling bullshit out in public while I was driving around doing stuff. Like, people, like, lay off the peyote. Like, those, that's only for Native Americans. So, like, you guys need to lay off that shit because it's in it's disrespectful and it's cultural appropriate misappropriation or whatever the fuck it's called. And you guys need to stop doing the peyote down here in Wilmington and make this place the best place on earth. Because honestly, guys, I'm no cap 100% not satisfied with Wilmington. And I'm planning to leave this heroin hole as soon as I can. Because I really don't want to get an STD from a needle that's in a fucking rental car. Which is like a whole nother story. Like people, like when you do heroin in rental cars, like please clean it up. Like I'm not going to judge you for doing heroin. But you guys need to clean it up because, like, people are going to get stuck by your needles. And that's no that's no fun for anyone, fam. So, uh, PSA to all those in Wilmington. Once you use your drugs, please recycle your needles. Don't let them go into the river and poke the fish and give them AIDS. Because I think you're the reason why there's Gen X in the river. And I think your needles are are dispersing all of the chemicals left in them. And it's turning the frogs gay. So, you guys need to, to like, step it up. I really need the heroin addicts to really be some good citizens and step up their their recycling. So, yeah, guys, challenge you. Now, I also saw this article that there's, like, a nonprofit in Wilmington that's run by active gang members. And they, like, team up, like, Bloods and Crips and stuff, like, team up to end gang violence. 
So, like, how the fuck does that work? Like, you are in a gang, but you want to... You started a non-profit, and they're about to build, like, a million-dollar fucking, like, huge restaurant and shit. Like, you're in a gang. The police know you're in a gang. The city knows you're in a gang. And you're starting a gang-run place that's anti-gang. How does that work? If you're in the gang and you listen to the Odie Boy Random Show and you know about this, like, please call in. Because, like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, gang, gang, Gucci gang. Like, if you're in the Gucci gang, then fuck you. Like, these are, like, straight-up Bloods and Crips. Like, I don't, it just kind of seems backwards. Like, we're gonna, we're in a gang, but we're gonna start a place that's not, uh, that doesn't like gangs. Maybe they want to be like the, I don't know, the, the, the pretty boy gang. I don't know. But anyways, guys, uh, I've got like 35 minutes worth of content. And honestly, I don't know what else to talk about. So give your boy Odie boy like 10 seconds to to think about something he may talk about. And if not, we're just going to end this show right here, fam. So we talked about your boy C-Labe getting frisky with the Uber driver. Uh, We talked about the gangs and we talked about the party and that old man that tried to call the cops on me. Is there anything else? I mean, there's stories that I'd like to share, but I don't want to share all my good ones all at once because then we won't have any more content for the Odie Boy Random Show. And when I'm by myself recording, sometimes it's hard to think of things to talk about here on the Odie Boy Random Show, but a story just popped into my head, so it looks like the story, or this show, is going to live on in infamy, so, and tomorrow, guys, I think I might do some more of that segmented bullshit, because I kind of listened to that show, and I think I actually gave you guys more quality content um, than I did, you know, recording uh, really not a stopwatch style, but it just depends. Um, I, because I'm going to have my guest on there, I think I, I, I might backtrack on that statement and do that on Wednesday, but we'll see what happens, fam. No cap. Gucci gang 24-7. So here's another Odie Boy original coming at you. So when I was like, oh gosh, like seven or eight, it was my birthday and I got a new bike and when you're a little kid you ride like that little bike where like you pedal backwards and then the bike stops and then when you get older you get like a nice bike that has the handbrakes so I had just graduated from the backwards pedaling brakes to the handbrake on my big boy bike and I the house that my parents lived at at the time we lived on like a really giant hill that sloped towards our house and that was like our road so my dad had his car parked out on the road and he my dad had like this really nice pearl white new Audi and your boy Odie boy was flying up and down the the hill and on my way down the hill the pizza delivery man started coming down the hill and my grandpa uh dementia grandpa was out there yelling at me telling me to like pull over because that's what you do when you're on a bike as a kid 
but I didn't know what to do. I just started pedaling backwards. I was like pissing myself. Dementia Grandpa was yelling at me to stop, and the pizza delivery driver was some like little prepubescent twat who was like 15 kept like getting closer to me in his car and i wigged out and i i thought i was gonna die and i was gaining speed because it was at the really steep part of the hill and honestly guys your boy odie boy had no other choice and he aimed straight at that pearl white audi's ass and just rode his bike right up the crack and your boy odie boy flew off the the bike and went through the back window of the car and so your boy Odie boy was like, you know, sitting here crying. He broke the car. There was like shit everywhere. The pizza delivery man was being a little twat. And, and it, it was all around 10 out of 10. I was not having a good time. My dad was not having a good time. He was pissed. Like the trunk of his car was broken. The bumper of his car was broken. The window of his car was broken. The taillights were broken. It was like a brand new car. And honestly, like, and then your boy Odie Boy's bike was broken. Dementia Grandpa was confused. Like, it was just a whole shit show. But all I have to say about that, fam, is at least I got my Papa John's pizza that night. And that was, like, the best Papa John's pizza I had ever had and I ever will have in my life. Because nothing tastes better. Or I should rephrase this. Nothing's better than eating a piece of Papa John's pizza right after you stare death in the face, guys. The back end of that white Audi, that's the devil. If you ever see the back end of a white Audi in your dreams, then you have been doing some sinning in your life, guys, and you need to repent. So with that, uh, Odie Boy is really proud of himself for extending out that really weak podcast, and he will see you back again tomorrow with his surprise guest here on the Odie Boy Random Show.